Hello and welcome to episode number 65 of The Heart of Teaching. I'm Nathan Rivers, and today's episode is entitled, Checking My Ego. If you know anybody in the community that's making a difference, send us a DM on Instagram. We'll shout them out in an upcoming episode and explain their impact on the community. This week, we would like to recognize Casey Sidhu for his countless years of community involvement mentoring young men and coaching football. Thank you for all that you do. If you haven't done so already, be sure to follow us on Instagram. The link to do so is available in the episode description. The Heart of Teaching proudly supports Mom Stop the Harm. Now, sit back, relax, and enjoy. Welcome back to The Heart of Teaching. I'm Dave Ruzicki with my friend and my producer, Nathan Rivers, and thank you for joining us today. Several years ago, as a result of a very forgettable football season, I let my passion, my frustration, and my anger get the best of me. Now, having said that, I learned some valuable lessons along the way as a result of an administrator who not only supported me, but more importantly, mentored me and gave me some invaluable lessons and advice about relationships related to teaching and to coaching. And, you know, to this day, I still reflect on her words and the impact she had on my career. Let me give you some context. I had uh, just transferred to a new high school, which this principal was the administrator of, and I was uh, taking over the football program. And I was also given the opportunity to work in special education department. And that was a huge thing for me. It was a great opportunity. Now, the challenges regarding football were at times exhausting. And I'll be honest with you, they were difficult to say the least. Now, that's a story probably for another episode. Anyways, as a result of our lack of wins, which I need to take some responsibility for, one parent in particular started to make my life miserable. He wrote mean-spirited letters to the principal regarding what he perceived as poor coaching and was talking to the other parents about why he disliked me and what my shortcomings were. And according to him, they were, they were numerous. Now, the admin had my back and had asked him to actually leave me alone. And my principal stated publicly that she supported me in everything I was doing regarding to, this, regarding to the new direction of this program. And that was huge for me. Well, one evening it came to a head with this parent. We had just lost our last game of the season and um, we were dismal one and seven over that season. And I was the last to leave the locker room that night. And Janet and one of my former players had waited around for me and they were taking me for dinner at a local pub. We walked in and we were just sitting down to eat when this parent and several other parents walked in. Now I wanted to leave immediately, but Janet looked at me and said that I needed to just chill to relax and reminded me that I couldn't avoid everyone who questioned my coaching philosophies or abilities. She goes, that comes with the territory, Dave. You're a head coach and you're up for criticism at times. I glanced over at his table quickly and I wish I hadn't. He pointed to me and said loudly enough for me to hear in front of the other parents that I was a joke. And I lost it. I shouldn't have, but I lost it. I should have let it go, but it was a long, frustrating year, and it was kind of like the straw that broke the camel's back. I got, well, I got up, and I walked to his table. Janet urged me to sit down, 
I've matured considerably since then. I walked over and I stared directly at him and I said, what's your deal? And why don't you just leave me alone? And went on and I said, I didn't appreciate him calling me out in front of my wife and my friend and I wanted him to stop it. And everyone at the table went silent. It was like that awkward moment. And his reply was, or else what? And I thought, what? And he said to me, he goes, how dare you come over here and threaten me in a public place? And that I needed to grow up. And I needed to go back to my table. And if I couldn't take the heat, to get out of the kitchen. Because that's what coaching was about. I just stared at him. And all of a sudden, I realized right at that moment that I had made a huge mistake. And I thought, what have I done? I hadn't threatened him, but I was way out of line. So immediately, I apologized to that table, immediately. And I said, I'm sorry. I said, I shouldn't have come over here. You're absolutely right. I said, I didn't threaten you. I was tired, I'm frustrated, but that's no excuse. And I'm so sorry. I said, I really am. I went on to say, I said, I'm better than that. And I handled this entire situation probably as poorly as you could. And again, I said, I'm so sorry. And I was actually concerned about what the other parents saw and, and what the other parents heard. Well, I went back to the table and Janet just shook her head at me. And she asked me, she said, do you feel better now, Dave? Sarcastically. And she also said that no good was going to come from that conversation and that I knew that. For the record, my former player said to me, he goes, he deserved that, Mr. R., but then he's not a teacher. He's only 20, and he doesn't have to work with the young man whose father I just had this uh, argument with. And Janet was right. Nothing good could have come from that conversation. Well, it would have been Monday afternoon, and my administrator called me in, and she talked to me about that conversation with that parent. Now, he had actually sent a letter to the school board, and the letter had said that I'd actually threatened him. Well, when she investigated, the other parents who were at the table confirmed that at no time did I ever threaten their friend. And then she said to me, my principal said to me, she goes, what were you thinking? And she reminded me that it's hard to tell the kids to be disciplined when their head coach needs to work on his discipline. She also went on to say, she goes, there's a time and a place, and that was neither the time nor was it the place. And that I was wasting too much time focusing on that parent when I could be focusing on the team, my boys, and how to win next season. And you know what? She was right. She said that she'd always support me and have my back and deal with mean-spirited parents as best she could. But she told me that my shoulders needed to get bigger and wider. And I need to shoulder some of that responsibility. And I needed to make better decisions. Then she gave me some of the best advice. She told me that uh, I have a lot more in common with that parent than I, uh, than I ever uh, guessed. And I kind of looked at her and I said, no, I don't. She goes, yeah, you do. And I said, I certainly don't. She goes, Dave, his son. You coach his son. That's what you have in common. Now, his son was a great kid. His son was a leader and a tremendous athlete. And hopefully the future of the program. Then uh, she said to me, she goes, you know what the secret is, Dave? The secret is to somehow get that father to understand that you're actually a bigger man than he thinks you are. And you've got to try and work this out. 
because if you don't, it could impact your relationship with his son. And that regardless of the challenges he's thrown your way, all right, regardless of those challenges, you got to understand that that father, he's raised a pretty good young man. She also went on to say, it's not about confrontation. And she said, even though I was passionate, and I had every right to be angry, but it was more about communication and consultation. Now, she said that if you win him over, you'll be a better man because of that. And if you don't, you don't, and you got to let it go. And once again, she was right. I thanked her, and several days later, I actually searched that parent out in the parking lot. He was alone, and I asked to talk. He actually said to me, he said, I've got nothing to say to you. And I kind of smiled, and I said, good. I said, well, then I'll do all the talking. Well, I apologized to him. I said that I had no right to talk to him about my concerns that night in that pub and that I needed to grow up, and I was really sorry. And I, I think he realized that it was heartfelt. And I went on to say, I said, we may disagree on coaching philosophies, but the thing that I respect about you is how much you care, advocate, and love your son. I told him that I was a special ed teacher. He probably knew that. But I didn't see a lot of that with regard to the parents of the children that I worked with on a daily basis in that special ed department. And went on to say, I said, your son's a great kid and I enjoy teaching and coaching him. But I also know that he didn't get that way on his own. So there's some great stuff happening in the home. And that's because of you and this young man's mother. And I told him, I said, for that, I'm, I'm grateful. I went on to say, I said, the only thing I'm going to ask you is please, next season, let your son make up his own mind about me. Allow him to do that. And I said, that's it. That's all I wanted to say. Now, there was this awkward silence for a few seconds. And then he said to me, he goes, did you uh, talk to your uh, principal? And I said, I did. And I said, she gave me some great advice. And she put things in perspective for me. He said, uh, she's a smart woman. And I said, she is. But more importantly, she's a good woman. And she gets it. Now, as I turned to leave, as I was walking away, I took a few steps. And he said, coach. And I thought, oh, here we go. And I said, yeah. He looked at me and he said, thank you. And then he turned and left. Now, did you know that he and several other parents never bothered me again? Now, it also helps that the following season, the kids bought into what I was trying to uh, teach them during a, a football campaign. And we were actually nine and one. But regardless, he and several other parents, they just left me alone. Well, years later, whenever there's a, a challenging parent, and uh, there have been, and there will be, I've always reflected on that great advice that my friend, mentor, and principal gave me. And that conversation we had that Monday afternoon about that incident. This is Dave Rizicki with Nathan Rivers. Please take care, be well, and peace.